Proverbs chapter 15, verse 1. A soft answer turneth back fury, and a grievous word raiseth up anger. If you speak harshly to people, you'll make them mad. But if you speak gently and speak kindness, then you'll prevent people from getting mad. This is why police officers are very polite. But it goes beyond that. Sometimes we just don't need to tell people how we feel. It'll only make them mad, and it will hurt them, and it won't do us any good either. So we need to hold back if we're feeling angry at somebody most of the time. 2. The tongue of the wise maketh knowledge good, and the mouth of fools uttereth folly. Wise people teach others, but they also know when to be quiet. If we don't have something of value to say, then it's better not to say anything. But fools quickly speak, and they end up saying stuff that isn't smart. 3. In every place are the eyes of Jehovah, watching the evil and the good. This means that you can't do anything without the Lord knowing. And on the flip side, if you're doing good things in secret and nobody gives you any credit, just know that God has seen it. 4. A healed tongue is a tree of life, and perverseness in it a breach in the spirit. What we say not only affects others, but it shows the true state of our soul and our heart. When we say hateful things, it's because we have hate inside of us that's pouring out. We should think before we speak and ask for forgiveness when we've said something wrong. 5. A fool despiseth the instruction of his father, and whoso is regarding reproof is prudent. Somebody with good judgment will receive correction, and they'll accept that they've made a mistake and they need to change their behaviors. But a foolish person despises instruction. 6. In the house of the righteous is abundant strength, and in the increase of the wicked, trouble. This means that when wicked people gain power, they also gain more trouble for themselves and others, because more power means that they can do more damage in the world. For instance, if you're a five-year-old and you're really wicked, the worst you can do is pull somebody's hair or steal their crayons. But when you're 25 years old and you're wicked, you can brutalize people. However, in a righteous person's household, there is strength, meaning that relationships are solid, the bank account is in the black, and there's better health for everybody because they're making wise choices. So there's a lot of strength in living righteously. 7. The lips of the wise scatter knowledge, and the heart of fools is not right. And again, wise people can teach others. So if you know that somebody is very wise, that they obey the Lord really well, it makes sense to listen to what they say. 8. The sacrifice of the wicked is an abomination to Jehovah, and the prayer of the upright is his delight. When a righteous person prays to God, God is delighted just to hear that prayer. But when a wicked person brings an offering to God and brings him a whole bunch of money, God hates it. The Lord knows what real love is, and we can't cover up our sins and our betrayal of him and his word by paying him off with an offering. But when you are a friend of the Lord and you do obey him, then he's delighted even when you don't bring an offering and all you're doing is praying. That's what the verse means. 9. An abomination to Jehovah is the way of the wicked, 
and whoso is pursuing righteousness he loveth. The Lord loves everybody, but this kind of love means a tolerance. He tolerates those who are doing righteousness, which means he allows them to be in close fellowship with him, and he approves of what they do. That's what this kind of love means. Now notice that this verse and several others in Proverbs say that not only is wickedness an abomination, but the people who practice wickedness are an abomination. If you don't want to be an abomination, then repent. 10. Chastisement is grievous to him who is forsaking the path. Whoso is hating, reproof dieth. Sometimes when we get after our children, they cry, but they're not crying because they've done wrong. They're actually crying because they got caught, and that's bad. Sometimes adults get really upset when they're caught in the act and when they go to jail or go to trial, and they believe it's the world's fault, but they don't repent and they don't understand that they're the one who did wrong. This verse is saying that if you are not following Jesus because he is the path, then you will be upset when people confront you for your behaviors. So if it makes you angry when people catch you doing wrong things, then that means that you are not following Jesus. 11. Sheol and destruction are before Jehovah, surely also the hearts of the sons of men. The Lord watches over hell, and he watches over death, as well as looking into all the hearts of men. It's God who created hell, and it's God who causes all of us to die. It isn't Satan, and we need to understand this because people give Satan too much credit, and they don't understand how powerful the Lord is. Even the devil has no power over hell. That shows you that we really need to fear the Lord. 12. A scorner loveth not his reprover, unto the wise he goeth not. Scorners are mockers, or people who make fun of others. We've seen this many times in Proverbs and in Psalms, that a sign of a wicked person is that they make fun of other people. Don't hang around people who make fun of other people. They're sinners, and they hate obeying the Lord. 13. A joyful heart maketh glad the face, and by grief of heart is the spirit smitten. This is telling us one of the facts of life. When we have joy, we will be smiling, and when we have grief, we'll be sad. 14. The heart of the intelligent seeketh knowledge, and the mouth of fools enjoyeth folly. People who don't know much talk a lot, but people who are already intelligent are listening and learning. 15. All the days of the afflicted are evil, and gladness of heart is a perpetual banquet. Now this also is a generalization, but it's true in a spiritual sense, because if you follow after the world, and you're chasing after sex and money, and you're being a glutton, and you're chasing after power and control, then you will have evil in the sense that you will never be satisfied and you'll never be happy with yourself or others. And you'll never have true joy and positive relationships. So you will suffer every day, even if you're a headliner in the newspaper and you have a lot of popularity. But people who practice righteousness are at a perpetual banquet of gladness. That's a beautiful metaphor, and it means that you're constantly consuming joy when you practice righteousness. 
16. Better is a little with the fear of Jehovah than much treasure and tumult with it. It's better to be poor and to obey the Lord and just have a little bit of food every night than to be rich and have everything that you want and all the trouble that comes with sin. So it's better to live a simple, humble life where you're in obedience to God. Then you go to bed and you can sleep and you have peace at night. 17. Better is an allowance of green herbs and love there than a fatted ox and hatred with it. It's better to eat a meal with your family that's just salad and vegetables. It's poor, but everybody loves each other and you have a great time eating together than to have expensive meat and wine and desserts with family members who hate you. 18. A man of fury stirreth up contention and the slow to anger appeaseth strife. Some people are peacemakers, and some people are always stirring the pot and trying to pit one friend against another. If you know somebody who likes to go to one person and say, oh, so-and-so said this about you, and then they go back to the other person and say, so-and-so said this about you because they want both of them to fight, that is a very evil and controlling person, so get them out of your life. But a peacemaker prevents people from fighting. They don't tell you all the negative things that your neighbors said. They don't want you to hate your neighbor or feel that your neighbor hates you. So they don't spread gossip. 19. The way of the slothful is as a hedge of briars, and the path of the upright is raised up. To say that your path is raised up means that you're walking on a highway, and a highway is easier to walk on. A highway means that it's been flattened and there's ditches on both sides to catch the rain so that you can have a nice smooth travel. And that is what happens when you are righteous. The Lord has you walking on a smooth highway where you won't stumble. But if you're lazy, then you're walking through briars. You're always late. The bill collectors are calling you up. That's the briars that it's talking about. 20. A wise son rejoiceth a father, and a foolish man is despising his mother. If you obey the Lord, your father will rejoice. In today's society, there's a lot of criminals who don't have fathers. That's probably why they're criminals. They don't have anybody in their life to be proud of them for doing the right thing. So they don't have a motivation to do right, and they fall into gangs and crime. The Bible shows us how important fatherhood is. A lot of people don't survive without a good father, and that's why our society is crumbling apart. 21. Folly is joy to one lacking heart, and a man of intelligence directeth his going. This means that people who are not smart think that drinking and partying and carousing is fun, and they think that witchcraft is fun, and worldliness is fun. They find joy in all of the things that are going to destroy them. But an intelligent person pays attention to where he's going. He doesn't just follow the crowd and do the latest thing. He's following Jesus Christ. 22. Without counsel is the making void of purposes, and in a multitude of counselors it is established. This means that you may have a goal, but if you don't have anybody to direct you properly toward that goal, you aren't going to make it. But if you are looking for direction from wiser people, then you will get there. Unfortunately today, a lot of people look to counselors 
that don't counsel wisely. So they look to new age gurus and self-help specialists and the neighborhood gossip or the horoscope lady to tell them what to do. So they're looking for counseling, but they're getting their counseling from people who don't have any wisdom. But this verse is saying that all of us do need counseling from people with wisdom. The first place you can go is the Bible. If you read the Bible every day, you will gain wisdom every single day if you practice what you're reading. And then you won't have to look to people quite as much to give you advice. But anyone who's a Christian and who's older than you are probably has a lot of good advice to share with you, and you can learn a lot from them. 23. Joy is to a man in the answer of his mouth, and a word in its season how good. This says that words can be used for good. A timely answer will help other people. So if somebody tells you to RSVP, do it quickly. And if somebody asks you, are you going to go out with them, give them an answer quickly. Don't leave the person hanging. It's either a yes or a no. And a no is a good answer. But don't leave people hanging. Don't be vague. Don't expect people to read between the lines. It isn't good to force people to read our minds. People need honest answers, even if the answer is no. People need to know what our boundaries are and how better to be in a relationship with us. 24. A path of life is on high for the wise to turn aside from Sheol beneath. If we follow the path of Jesus Christ, we are going upward toward heaven because he is the way to the Father and the Father is in heaven. Our spirit and soul will live eternally with Jesus. 25. The house of the proud Jehovah putteth down, and he setteth up the border of the widow. The Lord is looking after the poor and the needy. The devil will tell us that we're alone and that God doesn't care, but the Bible tells us over and over that the Lord is watching over us. So rebuke the devil, tell him to shut up, because you know what the truth is. You know that God has his eye on you. So don't believe Satan. But this does say that he'll bring down the house of the proud at some point. 26. An abomination to Jehovah are thoughts of wickedness, and pure are sayings of pleasantness. Jesus said in the New Testament that even when we desire sin in our hearts, we are sinning, even if we haven't physically acted out on it. And this verse is saying the same thing, that once sin enters the heart, you're already wicked. But people who speak the truth, those people bring pleasantness into other people's lives. It's so easy to laugh at a bad joke or laugh when somebody says that they sinned because we don't want to hurt their feelings. So we need to stop and think first. And then instead of laughing to placate them, we need to tell them the truth about Jesus Christ. Don't you know Jesus said that that's a sin? That's a simple thing you could say to somebody, and it's not hateful at all, but it's truth. 27. A dishonest gainer is troubling his house, and whoso is hating gifts liveth. If you lie, cheat, and steal to get money, your family will face trouble because of it. Because at some point you're going to get caught, you're going to go to jail, they'll have to bail you out, they'll have to pay the bills because you never did. Your family is going to find out and be really distressed by your actions. But if you hate bribes, then you will live longer. And this is talking about spiritual life. 
Evil people accept bribes, but honest people do not. 28. The heart of the righteous meditateth to answer, and the mouth of the wicked uttereth evil things. This says that righteous people think before they speak. Is this going to help people or is it going to hurt people? But wicked people speak quickly. 29. Far is Jehovah from the wicked, and the prayer of the righteous he heareth. He sees everybody, and he loves everybody, and he's watching over everybody. But when it says far here, it means spiritually far or emotionally far. He isn't friends with wicked people. A lot of people love to say, well, God loves everybody. And yes, he does. But God is not friends with everybody, and that's the problem. He isn't friends with wicked people, only with those who obey him. 30. The light of the eyes rejoiceth the heart and a good report maketh fat the bone. This is also kind of a metaphor, but it means that you will have better health when you have joy in your life. And when you're miserable and depressed, it will actually ruin your health. 31. An ear that is hearing the reproof of life doth lodge among the wise. All of us make mistakes sometimes, but if we're wise, we accept correction and we repent quickly and we are grateful for the correction. But if we are unwise, then we just get angry when people correct us. A lot of these proverbs are saying the same thing in different wording, and that's because people learn differently, and one person may not get the message in a certain proverb because it's worded in a way that they don't understand. But then when you read it in another proverb, you do understand it because it's worded in a way that you can identify with. So there is a lot of repeat here, but it's always in different words so that different people will be able to understand it. 32. Whoso is refusing instruction is despising his soul, and whoso is hearing reproof is getting understanding. So if you refuse to follow instructions and you get angry when people correct you or confront you, then you hate yourself because you don't want what's best for you. What's best for you is to obey the Lord and to be at peace with men and God. But if you listen to correction, then you will just get wiser and wiser. 33. The fear of Jehovah is the instruction of wisdom, and before honor is humility. If we want to be honored, we have to be humble. And this isn't fake humility where you pretend that you're good. This is genuine humility, where you take the lower seat and let other people have the good seats, the front row seats, and you're the last one to speak, and you only speak when you think it will help others. You don't express your frustrations with others because you know it's not going to benefit them, and you don't fly off the handle and get angry easily. Also, when you don't counterattack, if somebody cusses you out or falsely accuses you or threatens you, you don't defend yourself or say anything to hurt them back. You just remain silent like a lamb and let the Lord handle the situation. That's humility. And wisdom is practicing his commands. And that concludes Proverbs chapter 15.